This is More Than Sex. I am Kiwi. Hi guys, I'm back. I know it has been a minute since I have uploaded a episode. I have been on a year-long hiatus and I apologize to my listeners who have been waiting, anticipating another episode And it has taken so long. My apologies again. A lot has been going on with me. Um, I have been on this whole self-love journey. I needed to take that time because I realized that I had a lot going on at that time. I had a lot of um, things that I were not happy, that I was not happy within myself about. And also those things were continually sabotaging everything else in my life. So that has been pretty much what's been happening. So a lot of changes with me and a lot of changes in my marriage. And I hope to um, reveal these things within the upcoming episodes. So stay tuned. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Um, Today, I actually wanted to talk about what's been going on in the media concerning Aisha Curry and her Red Table Talk. I don't know if you all know um, what exactly the Red Table Talk is, but I'll give you some clarity on it. Uh, The Red Table Talk is basically a show that is hosted through Facebook with Jada Pinkett Smith as the host and producer of the show. And she um, brings different celebrities onto the show and allows them to tell their side of their story and reveal their truths. So this particular episode actually had um, the Curry family um, on there and they were talking about how it is to be wives of... um, professional athletes and the, the different things that and challenge challenges that they have to um, go through in that particular lifestyle. So Aisha on the show revealed um, some things and some insecurities. And so what she revealed basically ended up being um really transparent she was really revealing her truth and some people were not not accepting of it um there was an uproar and criticism and really a lot of backlash concerning what she said and so I'm gonna take this time and I'm gonna play a clip of what she said on the show here it is Something that really bothers me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves. But me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then like I begin to internalize it and I'm like, is something wrong with me? You're not looking. Okay, so... She stated that within the past 10 years that um, she and Steph have been 
in the NBA uh, life, she has dealt with all of these women pretty much throwing themselves at him. And she has received zero attention from from men. And she has internalized this feeling to the point where she's questioning if something is wrong with her. And so the backlash was over pretty much how she could feel this way or why she would feel this way considering that she has first of all a professional athlete as a husband money wealth beautiful children um a great relationship and people did not understand why is it that she would need attention from other men or why would she desire this attention from other men and most of all why would this affect her in any way because she's not getting that attention so I found it um really kind of self-explanatory um anybody that has been in a long-term relationship and have gone through the changes whether it is mentally physically after you have been in that relationship for a while getting those compliments getting those reassuring assuring statements from your significant other it is it becomes expected after a while you just oh okay thank you you know you feel as though they're just saying it out of our obligation not actually you know genuinely meaning it and that is my perspective I'm purely talking from my experience I don't want anybody saying that oh well that's not everybody in their relationship everybody doesn't feel that way etc I'm telling you about my perspective and what I've gone through in my own relationship. So I can understand exactly what she's saying. Me, myself, personally, being a mother of two, married for 10 years, you have it in the back of your mind. You know, do I still have it? Am I still attractive? Um, Can I connect with someone other than my husband of the opposite sex? Can they actually desire me, want me, be attracted to me? And that is because I have went through all of these changes. I am not young anymore. My body looks different and a lot has changed. You know, when I was young, you know, I had perky breasts. A well beautiful figure and after kids the boots went soft um, there was more of me to love let's put it like that all of this voluptuousness now um, and now you're questioning like do I still got it you know can I can I get that you know if I see an attractive man Oh my goodness. If I see an attractive man, you know, 
now that I'm at a state of security and I'm loving me and I'm feeling myself, I mean, feeling, feeling myself like right now. So if I see an attractive man, I kind of have it in my mind, like, you know, could I get that? And I think that goes on in in a lot of people's thoughts, whether you are female or male. And I feel like if this statement was said from a male, there would have not been much backlash concerning it. Um, He would have been applauded for his transparency. He would have been applauded for him actually being able to articulate that this is how he's feeling without having the backlash of, oh, how could you say that when you have a, uh, a loving husband, a loving wife and, and beautiful children and etc. He would not have received the backlash more than anything. They society or the media would have applauded him on, on being transparent with his feelings. And instead of that reception for Aisha, she received the opposite. So I actually wanted to dive into this exactly what this could possibly be. And there's so many perspectives that you can take from what she said to the point where you have no other choice but to say, wow, okay, I can understand that now. Okay, so let's back up all the way to childhood all right and so you have a child two or three or let's say school age school age is kindergarten and he is very temperamental very rambunctious and he may get on his mother's nerves at times and she may lose her patience with him on a regular basis however he is good in school he is um very kind and very considerate when it comes to other people and his mother just dotes on him when he's around when she's around her friends and she's very proud of him in that aspect and that makes him feel good that makes him feel assured in who he is and and his abilities and so that is very necessary for his development and to build confidence in who he is. So that reassurance and that validation is necessary with, you know, children. So he he receives this from parents. However, the child is still receptive, more receptive when someone outside of his family tells him. Let his teacher or even his peers tell him the exact same thing that his mother has told him. It boosts his confidence to another level. And I feel that that is because these people don't know him. He doesn't feel like these people are obligated to say these things. And so he is more receptive. He understands like, okay, you know, I knew mama could see it and I saw it some too, but now to have these other people seeing that I I have these, these abilities and this talent, then apparently this must be true. You know, it's confirmation for him basically. So 
this child grows up and he gets married and he's been in a marriage for he's a man now so he's been in a marriage for 10 years has three kids he's a stay-at-home dad and he possibly may work from home or not just he's just a um a stay-at-home dad that that basically takes care of the home and so his wife is in a position of power she's the breadwinner she may be in the spotlight often and she is telling him that you know he's handsome he's sexy he's you know a great father he does a great job with the kids etc that um he still got it like you know like boosting his confidence like yeah you sexy you know you can get it you know however he may feel that she is just saying that because she is his wife but let him go to the grocery store and the cashier is checking him out from head to toe and she lets him know you look good today or you fine or you know she's flirting he is on another high after that he's like Oh, wow. You know, I know my wife said it and I was, you know, I had the confidence with myself. But now to have somebody actually say it that's, that doesn't know me, a total stranger, they are not obligated to tell me these things. However, they feel it necessary because there is a genuine attraction there. There's an, a, genu- a genuine desire and want to express these things to me. So, of course, that takes you to another level and it was confirmation for him it was reassurance so what I'm saying is I feel that she was very transparent very true to herself and the fact that she was able to articulate that these feelings did exist within her and that um these feelings have played on her insecurities and she acknowledged you know they these feelings or the situation has developed a little bit of insecurity so us being able to accept that truth that hey she can have uh, a husband that that brings in millions um three children very successful in her own endeavors however having that validation having that um reassurance um, that that she can be more than just a wife and a mother, that she can still be looked at as Aisha, the, the individual, that she can still be wanted and desired or is desirable, basically stated that she was human. And so we are able to, to take away from that. We are able to, you know, I applaud her in being very transparent. Apparently somebody else needs to hear that in the ass and the fact that people could not actually hear what she was saying and found it necessary to to put her down for expressing these feelings. I think that says something a lot about the person themselves. Like why is it that this bothered you? Why do you feel that um she shouldn't feel this way. These are her feelings. She is allowed to feel this way. 
And so that is my take on it. Um, I can't really talk about anybody else. Um, Reassurance is a healthy expression of our need for positive contact, validation, and mirroring. It is necessary, um, whether you are a child or an adult, in some people. And if you don't have this need and you don't find it necessary to have reassurance, whether it's from the same sex or the opposite sex, um, the aspect of being desired by someone other than your significant other, if you are in a relationship, or even if you're, you're single, having that, that, um, that want from other people is enticing. And so when you don't have it, but you see your significant other getting it, it may make you feel a way. Um, I have experienced it myself. Um, here is a story. Um, after I had my son, my youngest, I was, um, he was about two months and I decided to travel to the store. I had done my, my makeup and I was looking cute. I still, you know, I still had my baby weight and but I was still looking good either way. So I decided to go to the store and this guy, very handsome, very attractive. He comes in real close to me. Um, and I think he, he did that because my oldest was kind of watching like, mm, what is he doing? And he said very lightly um, against my ear, he was like, you looking real good. And for me, I was like, oh, oh, thank you. You know, thank you. That did something to my ego because here I am two months post baby, you know, still have scars, acne scars from where I was pregnant, um, stomach still loose from being pregnant I was you know I felt like I was not looking my best but I still was confident in the body that I had at this point after the baby and so I was like oh thank you but in my mind I was like oh shit I still got it you know and it it did something to my self-esteem at that time and it, it really did make me feel you know that everything that I was feeling within myself, that, hey, yeah, you still got it. And so, that reassurance is is sometimes people's love language. And if you guys have listened to my podcast, I think we, we covered this in, in the love languages of the different love languages that people receive. And not always love has to be romantic it can be a a simple platonic love and there's many levels of love so how you receive it um that's that's yours nobody can tell you how to feel and how you receive um different things I think what happens is we feel like people are not entitled to their feelings, that they shouldn't feel this way. If we don't feel this way, then they shouldn't feel that way. However, that is not the case. Being able to respect how someone feels and they're able to acknowledge their feelings, they're not asking you to agree with them. 
it is not your place to agree with them. The feelings are theirs and theirs alone. So you don't have to agree with them. But you can accept that that is how they feel. You can respect it. If they are able to acknowledge it and name it, then they are already starting to heal. If you feel that that is something that they need to resolve and it is a problem, you don't have to voice that. You don't have to voice that at all. Guaranteed because they have actually acknowledged that feeling. The healing is already beginning. So that is something that I hope to cover more and more into this particular podcast is being able to communicate, express feelings and have these feelings to actually get you closer to your true self and knowing yourself. That way, if you know yourself, you know how to communicate your feelings in relationships where someone else can get to know you. You understand? So I hope you guys have gotten something out of my perspective and I've given a little bit of clarity and I hope to discuss more about feelings and communication. So this has been more than sex. I am Kiwi. Have a great day. Bye.